Because if I can serve you without getting paid, that means I really want to serve you. Like, let's take money out the picture for a second. Okay. I can serve you and no money's involved. And I continue to want to serve you. And you've seen me, you see me serve you on a podcast. You see me serve you in $30,000 coaching programs. You see me serve you on an Instagram story. You see, does it really change? Doesn't really, my level of passion doesn't change. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Hey, so listen, National Business Month is technically over, uh, but uh, there was one more interview that I wanted to get in before we finish this whole month. And I got to be honest with you, you guys have enjoyed these interviews so much. And I realized that I need to do more of this for the podcast moving forward. Uh, I need to show you all what's possible in healthcare, what other people are doing so that you all can think beyond your box that you're in. So with that said, I would like to introduce to you all uh, an amazing, amazing, amazing person, uh, someone that has been in my world for the last, I don't know, six months or so. Uh, Jane Ruder, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you so much, GP. This is such a big blessing, pleasure to be here. Okay. This is going to be awesome. Can you tell the people a little bit about what it is that you do? So uh, I'm from the Philippines. I'm a foreign trained, foreign educated physical therapist. Um, So I help other fellow foreign uh, educated physical therapists on how to apply here to the U.S. the step-by-step process uh, because it's bloody, it's brutal, it's expensive if you do not know what you're doing. Mm, mm, Okay. So you help people with that are from the Philippines that are trying to get over here as uh, physical therapists to the United States and you help them with going through that process. Can you tell me why? Yes, uh, because I had a nine year journey uh, of hardship of going here to the U.S., uh, failure after failure, you know, um, from uh, one uh, agency to employer. I didn't know what I was doing. No one was guiding me. I ended up with depression in 2008 uh, because uh, the timeline that I had to go to the U.S. and practice as physical therapist, it's not happening. Uh, A lot of pressure from my family to be here, but it's not happening. So I ended up with depression because my dreams were not coming true and I couldn't understand why. it's beyond my control. And uh, I didn't have any guidance uh, whatsoever. And I was just frustrated with the entire process. And on my part, I was completed with all the documents, but it's just finding the right employer and doing the right thing uh, with their part uh, that causing the delay and all the immigration and visa delays back then. Uh, So uh, it really, you know, it really took a toll in my mental health. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a couple of things that I want us to kind of dissect a little bit, because I think right here, 
this is the reason why I want you on a podcast. Uh, there are so many of you that have gone through such hardship. Okay. By the way, it might not be you living in the Philippines and trying to get over here to the States. It could be uh, you have failed a board exam multiple times. It could be that you have had your own personal physical setback. Uh, you, you hurt your knee, you hurt your shoulder, you did this. Okay. Uh, and you're like, why me? And why did I go through this? And Jing, every single time I hear your story, and it's been multiple times now that I've heard like what it is that you um, are wanting to help people with, and then hearing the nine-year battle and journey that you've gone through. I know this for certain. I know that you have what most people are looking for, which is most people want to know who is it that I'm supposed to help? And the answer most of the time, I would say 95% of the time is the person that you were five years ago or 10 years ago. That's the person that you're called to help. That's the person you're most equipped to help. So you said that it took you nine years Mm -hmm. to get over to here. Uh, I've never asked you this, but now that you know what you know, what are at least like, just give me like one or two things that if you knew those things, that it would have cut down the time to you getting over here to the U.S.? Like, what are some of those things? If I know the step-by-step process, what, you know, just the basic definition of what should I do first? What should I do next? What are the things that I should not do? Or uh, who should I contact? You know, have a good reference for employer. Uh, because I relied on the agency and they process everything for me. So I get behind, you know, left in the dark and uh, they wouldn't explain what they were doing. They wouldn't explain why things are being denied. Uh, so I didn't know the process. I just made a trial and error and I spent a lot of money. Uh, documents expired because I'm still in the Philippines and I need to renew. I need to do a uh, test of English as foreign language again because it's expired. So I really was like, I I was a a blind man lost in the forest, you know? So uh, I was so lost as lost as can be. So there's a couple of things that I heard you say, and I want to use this to to really, um, hopefully this will resonate with a lot of people. So what Jing said to me is that if I would have known what to do first, what to do next, what should I do? What should I not do? If I would have understood that there's a process instead of going through trial and error, it would have saved me time. Now, I know this is in retrospect, but how much time do you think it would have really saved you? It took you nine years to get here. Mm-hmm. Like knowing what you know today, like what, what do you think? Just again, I know it's hearsay, but, but what would you say? One to two years. One to two years. It will be done. So okay. I could have saved seven years of my life. Okay. Yeah. So, so seven years of your life, you could have potentially saved by knowing what you know now. Mm-hmm. You, you said something about depression, mm-hmm. that because of the pressure and the stress of things not working out the way that you wanted them to work out, mm-hmm. uh, it took a heck of a lot longer. Um, and because it took so long, it kind of 
affected your mental health. Mm-hmm. When did that depression start for you? Did it start in year one of the journey or year two? Or It started in 2008, so it will be like six years. Of you know, you know, being battered, uh, right and left of failure and delays. Um, uh, a lot of people do not understand if you're not from the Philippines. The, our culture is your parents, if they can, will send you to school, and you have to get the degree that's uh, very in demand to the U.S. so that you will be able to have a better life here in the U.S. And the the plan is uh, for you to petition your parents and everybody will be happy. So I was groomed in that culture and uh, my parents sacrificed a lot for them to send me to school. And I am the only one among my siblings who finished college. Uh, So uh, I was like the the retirement insurance of my parents. Uh, but anyway, um, and it was not happening. And I was, you know, uh, this is not to brag, but I was an achiever in school. You know, uh, I graduated cum laude. So to say that my ego was high, it was. And I was not uh, used of failing. But really, God humbled me through those nine years of waiting because uh, ultimately it's not me uh, who is, you know, driving the wheel, but it was him. So he humbled me not to rely upon myself, but on him. But there, there were so many spiritual uh, journey and maturity that happened through all, through all those years. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. Um, oh gosh, there's just so many incredible lessons and things to learn from this. Oh, okay. So here's one of the big things I, I, I want to tell you. When I'm talking to a, a potential client, whether for whatever business it is that we're dealing with, or I'm telling my team on how to talk to people, there is the benefit and then there's the indirect benefit. Okay. So there's a direct benefit and then an indirect. For instance, uh, if like, let's just say uh, I wanted to lose weight and there was a workout program. Well, the direct benefit would be for me to lose weight. Right. But then there's the indirect benefit would be that, oh, wow, you're going to lose weight. You're going to get to fit in the clothes that you used to have that you can no longer wear. Uh, you're going to feel more confident if you go to the beach. You're going to feel this. You're going to feel that. Da, 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 da. Okay. But then there's the other side. There is the, um, I, I don't want to say direct failure, but the direct loss. And then there's the indirect loss. So I look at your case and I look at, you know, okay, because I didn't have the process, I didn't know what to do first, what to do next. Um, I was doing things by trial and error. Okay. There was the direct loss of you're not in the States, Mm -hmm. but then there's the indirect loss of, okay, because I'm not in the States, there's a lot of pressure and my family's banking on me to be able to pull this off and I'm not doing it. Then I felt a lot of the weight on my shoulders. I went into depression, this, that, da, 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 da. Okay. The reason why I bring that up is everyone that's listening, please understand that you need to know what are the direct benefits and the direct loss of whatever it is that you offer? What's the direct loss if you don't take me up on this? And then there is an indirect set of benefits. And then there's an indirect set of losses that happen because of this. And I just think it's so, and and this is why it's, you're usually best equipped to be able to help the person that you were five to 10 years ago is because you know what that is. You see how fast you were able to come up with those things? It's because you've actually experienced it. You've gone through it. Um, so I just find that fascinating. All right. So now here you are, you're helping people. Mm-hmm. You're helping people with doing this. And you just re- recently started doing this, correct? Yes. Uh, well, I started two years ago uh, with uh, 
just like the YouTube channel and trying to, you know, uh, make a video of um, how can I help this uh, population. Okay. Uh, and then I've been receiving, you know, questions and I keep on doing video, but I really didn't have the system on how to help them properly until I met you. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. So now here's my question to you. You have now been doing this, we'll say for two years, mm -hmm. and then you've been working with me for the last couple months. Six months. Give us some tips. Give us some things that you have learned along this process of you now treating this as a business. So one thing with you, with Coach GD, is what he has been pounding on me is that you have to change your perspective. And I love your principle of business. That's why I, you know, I trusted you. It's because of your principle that won me over. And what really is not out there that you can you don't hear all the time is to serve and to serve well. You know, a lot of businesses will focus on profits, on the money first before the service. And, you know, a lot of us are like, that is our perspective. If we go into business and being a physical therapist, we're not like really equipped to be a business minded people. Uh, but with you, that's what I keep on pounding on myself as well is to serve first and the money will follow later. Uh, so because I got frustrated with my other business because I was focusing on the money. The profit is not there. I was burnt out. You know, I was hanging on to the business because I invested on it. But I was in the high stress level professionally and personally. Uh, I get so uh, aggravated because I want to, uh, you know, finish the documentation and I get displaced my anger towards my kids. And I just could I didn't like myself. So I come to the point that, OK, I spent money on this, but I don't like myself and I don't like how it is affecting my, my, myself and my family. So I have to give that up. So, uh, you know, I learned so much uh, about it's more on serving. And at first, you have to know who you, who you want to serve and that you have to serve well. And then the money will follow later. But of course, you have to trust someone uh, like a business coach like you to direct you because you don't you, you mean well, but you have to do it right. 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 Uh, I mean, well. I'm going to agree with her because I said it, <laughs> but you guys, here's the deal. The deal is, is that, uh, it really is important that you learn the power and the process of serving. And I'm going to say something that people are getting, I know I'm going to get the DMS and I'm going to get the messages that you're so blah, 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 blah. But here's the deal. Healthcare professionals. We really aren't as nice as we think. Okay. We do a very admirable thing for people and that we help them with their health. But just because you help somebody with something admirable doesn't make you admirable. Okay. We typically don't want to help people unless they're paying us first. And I believe that it's important for you and it's important for me that I serve you without necessarily getting paid. So let me tell you why. I'll tell you why, Jane, why I say this. Because if I can serve you, without getting paid. That means I really want to serve you. Like, let's take money out the picture for a second. Okay. I can serve you and no money's involved, 
and I continue to want to serve you, and you've seen me, you see me serve you on a podcast. You see me serve you in $30,000 coaching programs. You see me serve you on an Instagram story. You see, does it really change? Does it really, my level of passion doesn't change. I might give my high level clients more of the things that I'm using in my businesses. I might give them access to certain things that I don't give everyone access to. They might get more personal access to me, but my passion doesn't change because I would serve you all for free because I did it. And so to me, that is how you know you're with the right person is someone that truly actually wants to work with you and they're not treating you as just a transaction. Just think that that's like, sometimes you're like, why do you like teach on that? It's for the betterment of you as the customer. It's for the betterment of me. Because if I'll only work with you for money, that means that once the money no longer means anything to me, I'm not going to serve you anymore. Is that who you want to work with? Or do you want to work with the person that whether the money's there or it's not there, you're going to work with this type of person, okay? If you guys don't pay me, there's just a certain level you're going to get. If you do pay me, you're going to get a heck of a lot more, okay? But either way, I'm serving. And I just think that's really important to protect everyone. Okay, all right, fantastic. Give me a painful lesson. You've been in business now. It's been two years. I'm sure there's been some pain. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, then um, I I told you about that, that I launched a first masterclass and no one attended. <laughs> and I thought I knew my audience. I thought because I've been there, I've done that. I thought I know what they need without asking them. And it was just like a slap on the face. No one attended. No one show up, you know, and I was you know that, that I was about ready to quit, you know, and you have to, you know, um, <laughs> slap me with, you know, love. Uh, and what are you doing? You know, and so it was a, it was a humbling experience because I learned that it doesn't mean you know what you're talking about, that you, that you know the needs of your audience. You have to really reach out to them. You have to take time to, uh, to talk to them, to email them, to ask them questions uh, so that the next time you have to launch something, a webinar or any other product, uh, it is for them uh, and answering their need. Uh, and so you're not, you know, it's not, you're launching something and no, no one is showing up. So uh, it was a painful re- uh, lesson for me uh, not to, you know, to assume that I understand who I'm serving. Well, in fact, I don't. There's there's a lot of um, really key things here. I think number one, the reason why I feel so strongly about uh, serving you all in particular is as healthcare professionals, Jing, I don't, we don't know business. We don't know how to do business right. We think that, oh, if I launch something the first time and no one shows up, that that must mean. And I remember, I remember that text that I got on the Saturday, right? I remember it's like, oh wow. And like it was like, oh, I guess that means that my that audience doesn't want what I have. And and a lot of people, Jake, here's the sad part about it. A lot of people have quit. A lot of people that haven't had the proper direction have actually quit. When that happened, mm-hmm. I think I told you, you know who that happened to me. That happened to me four times before someone actually showed up to a masterclass that I had zero. I'm talking, this is free, free y'all zero, a big goose egg. And, you know, but I was in business from before 
I was in business with my clinics. So I knew that, oh, that's no big deal. I obviously just don't know exactly what it is that they want yet, right? But if you haven't been in business, how are you going to know that? You would just assume that. So, uh, so tell them what happened after. So after that, after I did some questions, you know, uh, reaching out to my audience, what do they need? Asking question. Um, then, you know, uh, my first master class, 100, you know, sign up, 110, 52 showed up. You know, I had a second master class. I forgot how many showed up, uh, 20, 22. I had a third master class also, and like 15, 16, 17 showed up. Um, and I had good, you know, great feedback. So I had some testimonials and reviews and I keep on, it doesn't mean that I would stop. I keep on asking how to improve on that. And, um, there are people buying the courses now, uh, that I thought no one will buy. Uh, so it just goes to show that there's a need, really a need in this, uh, but I just have to keep on reaching out to them and really knowing their needs and how can I serve them better each day. You guys, it's it's just fascinating to me how uh, how if you can just continue with what it is that you're doing, as long as you're doing it right, and what will happen over time is that it will start to snowball. It will snowball just little by little. It'll snowball. I never, ever, ever thought that I was going to be one of the top people in the health coaching space in the, just the industry in and of itself. It started with zero. It started with, I couldn't even, I could barely even beg people to come onto my free stuff, but then over time it just built and built and built and built and built. And you have to be okay with understanding the process. I think where most people struggle is they don't know the process. It's no different than what Jing said. She said that I did not know the process. So what I was doing when I was going through my battle with trying to get over here is I was doing trial and error. So eventually you just get to the point where at least a lot of people aren't like Jing. They're just, they just give up. They say the heck with it. I'm not going to try to get over here to the States anymore. There's a lot of people that feel like that in business. Oh, the heck with it. This obviously doesn't work. Hey, it might work for that person, but it doesn't work for me. But that's not the case. It's just that like, you weren't necessarily built for going through that process of understanding that, hey, this is what I need to do to eventually figure out what it is that my audience actually needs from me today so that eventually they'll actually listen to me and they'll take their time, which, by the way, is a resource. And then eventually, like what they're doing now, now they're paying me, right? You guys, as, as, as you see, all this happened for Jing in a matter of, the last six months. It all happened no matter the last six months. For me, it took a lot longer. But what I'm hoping is that Jing's going to get so good at this and make so much money and so much impact that then she's going to be able to teach other people how to do this. And for them, it's going to take two months. And it just you're supposed to make things better for the next group of people. And gosh, man, I hope you guys really understand that. That's just the whole premise of what it is that we're trying to do. All right. So here's my... Uh, Second to last question for you. I, I want you to bring some value. You, you've already brought a value to the people, but I want you to bring additional value to people. Um, can you tell them a little bit about just like how many therapists are trying to get over here from the Philippines? I, I want you right now to talk to um, 
to therapists in the States. And I also want you to talk to employers in the States and things that they need to understand with regards to Filipino-based therapists. Can you just bring some light to this? So uh, with, with my business right now, and because I'm on YouTube also, I'm actually reaching more than the Philippines in India, Pakistan, Egypt, you know, Germany, uh, France. Um, but for, specifically for my experience and my colleagues, uh, a lot of American physical therapists or therapists as a whole do not understand is we go through hardships. Like you guys need, you know, to graduate. Uh, and apply for license, pass the license, and you can actually work. We have to go through nine steps, major process, before we can be a licensed physical therapist here in the U.S. We have to do the credentialing. We have to pass the TOEFL as a foreign language um, examination. We have to pass the NPTE, but we cannot take the NPTE in our own country. We have to apply for a tourist visa and we can be denied for that as well without no a particular reason. We have to buy a plane ticket uh, to get the, uh, the NPTE. And then after passing the NPTE, it doesn't stop there. We have to wait and search for an employer, the right employer, to file for a sponsorship, a working or immigrant visa. And that's a lot of waiting depending on the company before we can finally go back here, go here to the US and practice as physical therapists. So literally it's sweat, blood and tears. And uh, with my consultation right now, uh, there are so many uh, Filipino physical therapists who are actually licensed here in the US, but they couldn't find, they are stuck with agencies there uh, who couldn't find them a job, which I find odd because there's such a tremendous need here in the U.S. Uh, or they just don't know what to do on how to move forward. Uh, so there are so many available physical therapists. They just need someone to petition them. Uh, and most of them are willing to go through all the process, the legal process, just to be here because they're coming from, you know, a very poor situation. Or I met someone, Greg, um, she said she's practicing as physical therapist in the U.S., uh, in the Philippines, and she's earning $200 per month. Wow. 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 Mm. You know, it's, wow. Um, it's so amazing. I'm, I'm listening to you speak, and the way that you were able to break down all the different processes, and what I'm seeing, please forgive me because I'm an entrepreneur, Okay. But I'm seeing, wow, there are problems at every single level, on every single level. Like literally, you can have a, a part of your business that serves every single level and have a solution for each part from NPTE to, you know, being able to um, get your tourist visa. To, I mean, like that in and of itself, I told you right before the call, guys, I have a company over in the Philippines and for the last six years, I've been trying to get my main VA, who is now the CEO of, uh, of our, our virtual assistant uh, staffing company, to the US. And we have paid lots of money and gotten denied over and over and over again. Each of these, that's just one process that Jing is talking about. And, uh, and it's just, it's what a journey it is, you know? And so the fact that it took her all this pain to understand 
this is what we're going to have to do to get from point A, B, C, D, E, F, G, um, so that you can actually get to, you know, this end thing. Uh, what she has found through all of this is there's unlimited amounts of problems that she can solve because she's an entrepreneur. And I just think that for you all, as you continue to have these conversations, or many of you, you've gone through this struggle of whatever it is that you've gone through. I want you to think and break it down on all the different problems that can be solved. Guys, there's unlimited amounts of problems that can be solved uh, for your customers, for your clients. You just have to talk to them and you just have to be willing to do it. So here's my question to you. Uh, where can people find you? Where can they uh, find out about your uh, your platforms? And for employers that are looking for therapists, Yes. Can you give them some insight on how they can contact you? So I have um, my email address is just upright LLC at gmail.com. You can uh, you can just shoot me an email. I have I am partners with different employers right now who reach out to me uh, to help them find candidates, applicants. Uh, so you can email me. Uh, for other people who want a free resource on how to apply here, I have just upright a YouTube channel. So if you want things for free, it's there. Uh, I have um, the Facebook uh, page, uh, just uprighttherapy.us. So uh, my I post my courses there. Uh, I have the different courses. If you want to fast forward your U.S. application, in three and a half hours, you will learn and master the process, not years, months, or weeks, or days. It's a matter of hours. Uh, I have the turbocharged USPT. Uh, I have the USPT dynamic documentation in order for you to learn how to do uh, documentation US style uh, physical therapy evaluation. And the latest one, the masterclass online is the USPT, a golden approach and strategies for clinical practice. Wow, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Jane, you are inspiring and you continue to prove to me that, uh, that there is no shortage of problems. Hence, there's no shortage of solutions that we can provide as entrepreneurs. So I'm really proud of you, really proud of what you've done. You guys, please go check out all those resources that she just mentioned. Um, any final words? I'm going to leave it to you. Any final words that you have for the audience? So um, when I had depression, um, you know, and my pastor asked me, Jing, what if there's no U.S., you know, in my future? And my heart was just, no. But my point is, if you have a desire, a dream, and there's still a flickering hope in your heart that regardless of how dark and down and depressed and you know, um, like hopeless you are, but there's still a hope in you that you cannot explain. It means that dream will come true. You just have to push through. You just have to believe that that dream is set there for a reason. And regardless of any challenges or difficulties that you, you have, hold on to your faith and visualize what you really want to achieve. And and as long as you're coming from a good place uh, that you want this dream to come through, not for selfish ambition, but for your family and for the people that who will benefit from that dream, I guarantee you that things will come through, just push through. I think that's a great way to finish <laughs> out the podcast. I, I am so 
I'm, I'm inspired by my students. It's not hard for me to continue to push forward because I understand that there are so many problems in healthcare. And if people are willing to, um, to help me in attacking all the different problems, uh, then I'm willing to invest my time with them. And Jing, you are no exception to that rule. I'm so thankful for you and thankful for what you've done, not just for the physical therapy industry, but for, um, for your entire nation. So um, just really proud of you. And thank, thank you, so you so much. Appreciate thank you. you Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Well Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Oh,